Welcome back to another episode of Talk Toxic to Me. I'm your host, Samantha, and this week's special guest is my friend, Alan. Hey, everybody. How's it going? (laughs) So, Alan is Chloe's husband. So, if you remember a few episodes back, I think she was on episode five, The Audacity, um, that this is her husband. Chloe's better half. (laughs) So, Chloe... Chloe is here. She's right there. She's off camera, so you can't see her. So she just like hard side-eyed him for that. (laughs) (laughs) So as you guys know, when you're watching this or listening to it, the day before was Father's Day, so we thought it would be fun to have like a dad, like a younger dad on the show that can give like the guy's perspective, the son's perspective, the dad's perspective. All these stories are kind of themed around Father's Day. Mm -hmm. So I've known Alan separately from Chloe. I've known you... Since high school. High school, long time. Yeah, we did not get along in high school. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it, it's high school. Everybody has, you know, conflicting emotions and everything, and everybody has to grow up, you know. So, yeah, I mean, it took a while, but, I mean, I feel like we got there. So, That was good such now. a nice and political answer. <laughs> yeah, after high school, we became friends. Yeah, we, we, we were in the same friend group. So, and then they got married. So, of course, now I see them all the time. <laughs> so, you ready for the first story? Yeah. <clears throat> Am I the asshole for telling my stepmom that she can use the missing child support payments to fund my part of my dad's gift? Sorry for the wordy title. My 18 male dad left my mom when I was six, not because of my stepmom. Four years ago, he met and married my stepmom. She had three kids from a previous marriage that my dad loved to parent instead of me. After they got together, I saw him at best seven to eight times every year because they moved five hours away. A year later, he had a change of heart and demanded his 50-50 custody, which made me miserable. He built a room for me at his new house, tried to fill the missing years with new gifts, even planned a big birthday party for my 12th birthday. At 13, I stopped going to his place. For me, he wasn't my dad. After he left, mom's brother, who was only 25 at the time, took me in as one of his boys. Mom and I moved back to my grandparents' place and my uncle lived next door. He already had a kid and he was always there for me. He's my father while my aunt is like a second mother for me and my cousin is like the brother I never had. When I stopped going to my bio dads, my mom had to get a second job so I used to sleep at my uncle's pretty much every day. I didn't understand why until last year when my grandma told me my dad had stopped paying child support out of spite and my mom didn't have the money to take him to court. Ever since I turned 15, Father's Day is about my uncle for me. My cousin and I make him breakfast and plan a fun day with him with a small gift. Now that I'm 18, my stepmom sent me a Facebook message saying that I'm old enough to give my part for my bio dad's gift. This year, his stepkids want to give him a car and that I should put 10%, like 1800 to 2100 I just sent her a LOL meme and said she could use my missing child support to cover it. She blocked me and later on, one of her kids sent me an asshole message. Am I the asshole? No, I don't think so at all. Not the asshole. No, I mean, it is really, like, unfortunate to hear about those situations where, you know, they do break up and then... But somebody stepped in as a father. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, to her point, like, you know, at first he was making the um, making the effort to, you know, see her a few times a year, which if he was five hours away, I mean, that's good on him, but... I mean, at the point where he just kind of left, and now they just kind of, you know, I don't how did it say how many years they were apart? Like once he stopped showing up, to now when they want her to put this money in, like how, how long was that? So it said at thirteen he stopped going to his place, 
and now he's 18 so five years so five years so yeah five and years and i mean first of all like i assume that the person in the story was not consulted about doing this gift they were just probably asked after the fact you know or or hey we're about to do this you know do you want to put in on i'm sure they weren't given any kind of communication about this until they wanted money like hey like well this is what we're thinking about doing is this within your budget definitely definitely like, what 18 year old has 2100 dollars to put towards his non-existent i don't want to say non-existent but like step-ish dad yeah like his dad like twice removed his yeah, exactly. father's day present right. Especially when that's not who he considers his dad. Right. Exactly. Because at, at 13, that's a very delicate age. And I think that's the common theme in a lot of these stories that we've talked about on this podcast is at those are like very delicate ages for kids. And so, yeah, to us as adults, five years, you know, it goes by really fast. But then that's like your entire lifetime. You know what I mean? Like, right. So not having your dad there and then all of a sudden, because like even what he said, when I was six... Um, he stopped coming around. And then when he, how old was he? When he was 12? Came back. That's a long time. That's like half his life. Right. And that's, a big, that's a big change. You know, to not yeah. have your father around. And then to only have him around for like a year. And then now all of a sudden it's like, oh, hey. Not, and I love that the stepmom is like, oh, now that you're 18, you can carry your own weight. Right. Like you can put your part towards it. And, and even that, it's not even a gift of something like. Like, would she or would he even see his dad if they put money in this gift? Like, you know, are you just giving money and that's it? Like, you're not even there to even see him get the gift. That's I mean, what it sounds like. Well, I mean, what's the point of that? You know? And it's such a, a, like, meaningless gift to OP. Exactly. Like, it's not something like, oh, I'm genuinely so excited to give this to my dad. Like, he's going to love this. Like, he's like, I don't have anything to do with this man. Yeah. And you guys are coming out of the woodwork wanting me to put 1800 to $2,100 down. I know if it was me and I, you know, because I imagine that OP is um, feeling some abandonment there. Oh, yeah. I, I know I would, especially at that age, you know, like younger age like that. Like the last thing I would want to do is just give him money out of the blue like that and just, you know, for a gift that he might, he might not even know that he put money in it. You know, they might not even tell him that. Yeah. You know? And my thing is how, and like this is a question I guess we can get your perspective on like as a dad. Mm -hmm. You raised this kid for six years of your life. You and your significant other split, and now you have nothing to do with your kid for six years. Yes. Yeah, Could you imagine? Like that's that's beyond that's, me. That's like, one of the most important times for a kid is like you know those younger prepubescent years, you know, yeah. to make sure that you're there. You know? Exactly. And I mean, I mean, to me, you know, I'm, I'm new at the the dad game, but I feel like you know once you get to that age, like you're around six, mm -hmm. they know who you are, so you can't like just leave. At least I feel that way. I feel like, you know, you at least have to make some yeah. kind of effort with your spouse or, you know, ex-spouse to at least try to be in the kid's life, you know? Mm -hmm. At least, because they already know who you are and you've been around for yeah. their entire life up to that point. I mean, that's a big a big shock, a big change for them to just mm -hmm. go from one day, you know, you're there and then nothing. And My then they is, come back. You know, that's what's bad about it. But just the fact that the stepmom messaged him. I don't know. That's weird. The, yeah, the worst part to me, the whole thing, is that they messaged him after the fact, calling him like the asshole. You know, if it would, it would have been one thing if they would have been like, hey, you know, we're going to do this gift for, you know, your dad. And if you want to, you know, you can put a little bit in towards it. And, you know, we'll make sure he knows it's from you and yeah. you can be there. But, no, it was kind of like, hey, do you want to put money in this? No? All right. Well, you're an asshole. And that he should put 10%. That, that's what where I'm getting hung up on. Yeah, maybe that was like a down payment or something. They wanted, they wanted them to put down for the car. $1,800 to $2,100. He's 18. 
I didn't have that at 18. That wasn't even. I didn't have that at 18. Especially for a, a dad that wasn't there. No, I definitely didn't have that kind of money. I mean, you'd have to take out a loan or something. What did you think about his response about the he can use the missing child support and put that towards that? I think that was well justified. I mean, <laughs> at that point, you know. Justified you, asshole. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know if. You know, like I said, I don't really know what kind of feelings they're probably feeling. I would imagine it'd be some kind of abandonment, but mm-hmm. that's hard to just be like, you know, come out of the blue and then ask for money. But yeah, I'd probably said something like that. And like, yeah, you can use that money that should have been going to me. That, that makes sense. Honestly, I feel like this episode or this story would have fit well on last week's episode. The it's the entitlement for me because right. it really is the entitlement for me. I know. What do you think you're owed? You know? Yeah. So, overall vote on this one, not the asshole. Top comment, not the asshole. No one is entitled to gifts, especially a freeloading asshole father who cuts child support. Also, there's a statute of limitations on child support, but my mom sued and won for back child support when I was 21. Tell your mom to get on that. There you go. Yeah, that's good. Maybe a kid might get something out of this after all. Maybe a kid might get a car. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Or, like, he doesn't say, like, if he's trying to go to school or what he's pursuing, because, I mean, or he or she, or no, 18 male, mm-hmm. um, if he's wanting to go to school or wanting to move that, away or, I like, mean, whatever, at 18, can, at 18, that kind of money? You need that money. You know, if you're about to start college or, you know, even in the workforce, you're yeah, probably still at home. I mean, you need that money. That's not, yeah. you know, 1800 two grand. That's not something you can just throw around at 18. Mm-hmm. All right, next story. Am I the asshole for quietly packing my stuff and leaving my family's house without telling anyone after my dad threatened to kick me out? I, 23 female, live at home. I'm in grad school and work part-time and intern at an office. I graduate in June and I've been applying to jobs as much as I can so I can finally move out. My sister, 20 female, also lives at home but is doing school online and doesn't work. I try to help with chores around the house as much as possible. Although it's difficult since I leave the house early in the morning and I come home late at night. Last week, I came home and there were clean dishes in the dishwasher. I said I'm going to go take a quick shower, then empty the dishwasher. And my dad went on a rant about how I'm useless and never help around the house and that my sister is always the one doing everything. I explained that I do help and that just because they haven't seen me help doesn't mean that I don't. He asked me to give him an example, and I told him that I took the garbage out the night before. The conversation escalated to him saying that I should shut up and not argue any longer because he can easily make me homeless if he wanted to. I said, okay, and went upstairs. The next morning, while everyone was still asleep, I packed my things and left, and I've been sleeping in my car for a week and taking showers at my gym. Later in the day after I left, my parents called and my mom texted me asking where I am when I didn't come home when I was supposed to. I didn't reply and blocked my entire family's numbers and social medias and haven't spoken to them since. They've been calling and texting my friends asking where I am. I haven't told any of my friends that I'm sleeping in my car, so I got very confused texts from friends asking me what's going on and why my parents are asking where I am and if I'm safe and okay. I told my closest friend that I left home and that I'm safe and let her know to tell my parents that I'm fine, but I have no desire to speak to them anymore. They've been begging my friend to disclose my location and asking her to ask me to allow them to speak to me. I went to my friends yesterday and she told me that what I was doing was awful and that I should speak to them. 
I told her that they threatened to make me homeless, so I left by my own volition. But she's insisting that making them worry about my safety is a horrible thing to do. But I honestly think I just gave them what they asked for. They wanted to get rid of me, so I left. Am I the asshole for leaving and refusing to communicate with them? Man, that's tough. Because I, I do see the point where, like, as you know, as a parent, I would worry about mm-hmm. where my kid is if I had no communication with them. But on the other point, like, I would never say that to my kid. So, I don't know. I don't, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's the asshole. I wouldn't go so far as asshole. No. I would say, if anything, if she is the asshole, it's a justified asshole. Yeah. Because definitely. it's like... You, I mean, she probably did the right thing. I just don't know if she would she did it the right way, I guess. It's, so, there is an edit on this one, but we'll circle back to that. But, I... This one is, I see both sides. Yeah, this I, one it is hard. I mean, I can see that if you're getting hounded and, like, you're doing your best. Because, like like she said, she's doing all these things. Right. She's basically working, what, two or three jobs. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I assume the internship's unpaid. But, you know, she's doing all this. She's in grad school. Grad school is not for the faint of heart. Like, she doesn't say what mm-hmm. she's in grad school for. But grad school, just in general, it's hard to get into. And then it's hard being in it. Like, yeah, it's having just, a life. Yeah. yeah. And then on top of that, having to do all these extra things. And I mean, this post was, what, two months ago? And she said June. So, I mean, so right now is, she's done, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. But that's like a lot to go through. And then your sister is taking online classes, which I'm not going to discredit online classes because I know that is equally as challenging, if not more challenging, because if oh, yeah. you don't learn well online, you learn better in person or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because we don't know the circumstances. Maybe her school, you know, is still online. But she doesn't have the jobs and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, I get where you would want it to be 50-50 with chores, like, between your siblings and right, stuff. Right. But if one of their time is, like, significantly consumed in all these extra things, and then we can assume one is just, you know, at the house, she should be expected to help more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, not indefinitely, but, like... For the time being. I mean, just if you were a caring sister, you would. You know what yeah, I mean? right. You shouldn't be asked for it. I, I, I can see that, definitely. But then especially, like, the dad being... I get the whole, like... Obviously, we grew up in the South. The, I brought you into this world. I can take oh, you out. Yeah. Like, whatever. Like, the whole threatening to kick you out. But the way he said it with the whole... Oh, I can make you homeless if I wanted to. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that's, that's what I was saying. It's like, that is never something mm-hmm. I would say to a kid or think you should say to a kid. Mm-hmm. But then again, like, um, you know, if, if how many times has this happened before? You know, is this like a first time thing or, you know, because the only thing it really says is that she's been doing, you know, chores and haven't mm-hmm. hasn't really been getting any recognition for it. So is this the first time they're bringing this up and it just escalated into a big, you know, blowout or. So the edit, I think, touches on that. So the edit to add, my mom was there when this happened and she was on my dad's side as well as she's aware of the incident and knows that I was threatened to be made homeless. They also said that I was most likely never going to get a job and was going to stay at home forever, even though I have two jobs right now. Internship is unpaid, though, and I'm actively looking for a full-time job, and yes, they've done this before. Thanks to everyone who has Mm -hmm. given me advice. I appreciate it more than you can imagine. Yeah, I was going to say, usually comments like that, I mean, obviously there's a first time for everything, but Mm -hmm. usually when you're hearing about it, it's not the first time. Yeah. Yeah, with that, with that edit, I definitely, I don't think she's an asshole for that. I don't think so. I get it, because you don't ever want to feel unwanted in the space that you're 
Well, another thing of it, too, is, like, it's not just her dad. It's almost like her whole family. Mm Because, you know, like, her sister does her half of the chores, but she could help more if she's there all day. And then her dad and her mom blew up at her. So I could see feeling like if your entire, you know, house is against you that, yeah, I would want to get out of there, too. And she's 23. So she has the means to get out. She's got a little experience, you know. Yeah, it's not like she's... 18 and she's like screw you mom and dad i'm like i'll show you like you know what i mean like she's 23 she's in grad school she said you know what i don't feel comfortable in this situation obviously Mm -hmm. what she's doing is a short-term solution yeah the whole sleeping in a car eventually (laughs) you're gonna have to reach out to i would think i mean i don't think she plans or yeah it's a she right yeah Mm -hmm. i don't think she plans on living her entire life without speaking to her family again but it's one of those things where it's like well how how long do you want to take this you know how Mm -hmm. much deeper do you want to keep going with this kind of thing you know so i think currently that you know it wasn't a bad idea to leave there especially if you know if, if she could yeah and even if it was just to like give some distance yeah. to the situation let, let everybody like off. chill out yeah, yeah definitely so what do you think about her blocking everybody and not telling anybody where she's at and like the parents reaching out to the friends and stuff that's the part that's kind of gray for me because it, it depends how long it is Cause I mean I know as a parent like I've, I've had times where you know I've I've turned my phone off and you know been out doing yeah. doing stuff and you know whatever but it was always you know it was never like a long term like I'm never talking to you again kind of thing yeah so I guess for me it really depends like how far she takes it but I think currently you know she's not an asshole and she did the right thing by trying to get out of that situation at least short term so I guess it depends how long she goes with it you know. Yeah, that is where it's also kind of a gray area for me. I mean, obviously, like, the petty side of me is like, no, you said you want to make me homeless, so guess what? Right. Now, I'm homeless. Like, goodbye. Like, whatever. I'm giving you what you want. Yeah. yeah. Malicious compliance. I get it. But, like, the trying to be mature side of me is, like, hey, you could have at least, like, texted them and been like, hey, I just need a breather. I need a break. It's, like, in a couple days, like, we can revisit this. I'm safe. So, don't freak out yeah but it's just sure, a couple days you know in the mm-hmm. time that was that was hard to do you know because when you're like motions are going like that and you just had a, yeah. like a blow off i imagine you know just like just gonna cut ties for a while so mm-hmm. i can see it like i can honestly see what she did you know but I, I wouldn't do it for a long period of time yeah so overall vote on this one not the asshole yeah agree top comment not the asshole, but maybe talk to your local PD and let them know that if your parents try to file a missing persons report, it's a waste of time because you're not missing. Hmm. They threatened to kick you out for not helping, so you left. Sounds like a win-win to me. Can you talk to any of your friends about staying with them while you get things together? Definitely. I wonder how local PD would feel about that. Do you think like they would take that as a missing persons report if she lets them know? I mean, if she lets them know like in advance, hey this is the situation my parents might call and try to report me missing but i'm good yeah. i mean typically i think because technically they can't it's not like an amber alert situation because she's, she's 23 not a minor, yeah she's right. not a minor so and in a lot of situations like even when you hear like cold cases and stuff they always say well they're an adult like they can leave if they want to you yeah, know so it, it's sometimes happen. there's that window that's mm-hmm. like some police stations say well it's gotta be 72 hours or like whatever right 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 but if they reach out to anybody and they're like Oh, yeah, I talked to her, and she's fine. Or they reach out to her, and she's like, hey, now, yeah, I'm good. Just my parents made me mad, and now here I am. That'd probably be the end of it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but, I mean, as far as the legalities of that, I have no idea how that would actually, like, play out. Mm-hmm. 
So there is like an, an update update oh. for this one. Okay. So she posted this 20 hours ago. So wow. it's like updated. Fresh, yeah. yeah. I want to say thank you to everyone who commented and PM'd me with advice after my first post almost two months ago. I received a lot of helpful advice that I took into consideration when planning what to do next. A week after my post, I ended up moving in with a friend who was kind enough to let me stay and pay a very small amount in rent in return. I also ended up talking to my parents and my dad apologized for his behavior and promised to never make a threat like that again, which honestly came as a shock to me, but I'm glad things got resolved between us. I let them know that I am staying with a friend and paying a small amount in rent in the meantime and that I am in the process of finding an apartment and they suggested that I move back in with them for free <laughs> until I find a job and a place. So I took their offer and moved back home and haven't had issues with them since moving back. I finished grad school and completed my internship and two weeks ago, I landed a full-time job in my field. I also found an apartment that's only a five minute walk from my job. I start the job next week and I move into my new place two weeks from now. Awesome. Happy ending. Yeah, I know. We love a good happy ending because we don't get a lot of those on this podcast. That, that is, that's exactly what I thought would happen with the parents though. It's one of those like absence makes the heart fonder. They probably mm -hmm. felt so bad. You know? Which, because that could have went two ways. They, this scenario, which obviously is the desired outcome. Yeah. Or the opposite one, which is like, you freaking brat. Like, right. you ungrateful. Like, you know, and then it's like vindictive. And it's like, well, yeah. you can't come back. Good luck to you. Like, exactly. So, yeah, that, that worked out perfect. Perfect mm -hmm. for her. Am I the asshole for causing my mom and stepdad's divorce over a swimming accident? I, 14 female, have a stepsister, 9 female, that likes to copy everything I do. We have a swimming pool, and in the swimming pool, I have a thing I like to do. It is kicking off the wall and swimming to another wall, back and forth, over and over again. My sister likes to copy that, but she sometimes gets too close, and I don't want to accidentally hurt her. Once I notice that she's getting too close and not fixing it, I'll ask her nicely to stop getting so close, and if she can't do that, then to just stop. She usually fixes it, but this time she didn't, and I just ignored it and kept swimming. Well, I asked her again to please stop getting so close, and when she didn't listen, I accidentally kicked her in the side. Keep in mind, I'm a 14-year-old, so I'm not exactly strong. I kicked her underwater too, so if you have ever swam in a pool, you know you can't kick hard underwater. I also did it on accident. I was just swimming. My stepdad was on the porch, and when my stepsister came up for air, she was fake crying and screaming that I just kicked her in the face really hard. When my stepdad heard her crying and screaming, then he asked me what happened, and I explained the whole story about how I asked her to stop two times, and then I accidentally kicked her in the side. My stepsister then started saying that I was lying, and I kicked her in the face hard on purpose. Let's just say my stepdad definitely worships his daughter and favors her over me. Now, do I blame him? No, because I'm not his biological daughter, but he makes it extremely obvious that he loves her way more than he does me. So when he heard from his daughter that I kicked her hard in the face on purpose, he proceeded to call me a bunch of names along the lines of brat, terrible sister, the B word, mm -hmm. arrogant, and a bunch of other things. Well, when my mother heard all the screaming from my stepsister and her dad, she came out and asked what happened. I explained what actually happened and what my stepsister had said happened and told my mom everything my stepdad called me. My mother kicked him out and told him and his daughter to pack their stuff and leave. After a while of arguing from my mom and stepdad, they eventually left with all of their stuff. 
I asked my mom what she was going to do. She said she wasn't sure, but no one was going to disrespect her daughter ever and think they were going to get away with it. All of that was about five days ago, and my mom and stepdad have been fighting over the phone at least once a day about the whole thing. I asked her today what was happening, and she said she was divorcing him. I was shocked. I can't believe this is all happening because of me. I could have just apologized for something I didn't even do, but it would have maybe stopped all of this. So, am I the asshole for causing my mom and stepdad's divorce over a swimming accident? No, not the asshole. I mean, <laughs> not the asshole. First a of grown all, man. First of all, if your relationship is going to hinge on what happened between two little fourteen-year-old girls, your relationship fourteen and nine, fourteen and nine-year-old, mm-hmm. your relationship is probably not that great, anyways. If you're going to get mm-hmm. divorced off of that, but good for mom for sticking up to her daughter, you're sticking up with her daughter, you know, yeah. believing her, and but man, that is such a could you so, imagine being yeah. a grown man and your nine-year-old is telling you this? Because kids are dramatic. I mean, like, they obviously, listen are. to your kids. But, like... I knew before the story ended where this was going with this kid, like, what she was going to say. Exactly. And, but, like, also, how sad is it that the 14-year-old is like, do I blame him that he loves his biological kid more than oh, me? No. Yeah. Like, I, but, like, your kid should not know that there's that big of a difference. Like, when you marry yeah. somebody with a kid, you're... That's your kid now, That's too. That's your kid, right. Like, even if their biological parent is still in the picture, whatever, you take on that role, mm-hmm. too. Like, you don't treat them that differently where a 14-year-old is on Reddit saying, yeah, like, I know. Like, I'm not his biological. Like, what? And I'm just thinking, first of all, how's a 14-year-old even on Reddit? I mean, maybe I'm old or something, but, yeah, if she, if she feels like she has to get up here and make this entire post, you know, just... If she honestly doesn't know, she's definitely not the asshole. She's a 14-year-old girl. She didn't do anything wrong. It was an Could accident. Could you imagine calling a 14-year-old, like, as a grown man, calling a 14-year-old the B-word? No, because that's like, ridiculous. What? That's so what are you thinking? Call her arrogant. <laughs> Called, like, CPS on the spot, man. What are you thinking? Exactly. You call a 14-year-old anything. And like, ridiculous. I wish, like... And I know this is like petty and I need to mind my business, but I would have loved to have been like a fly on the wall, like when like a neighbor OP's mom, yes, like a neighbor over there in my lawn chair with my popcorn, Look, looking over the fence, this. like yeah. over there, <laughs> like in um, oh, what is that show? I can't remember. With a guy Home always says like this, yes, yeah, like, yeah definitely. Because <laughs> uh-huh. I would have been like, what is going on? But like you know that mama when she heard from her daughter what happened and everything that her husband called her, she was probably like. You know what? And your mama. Like, she probably had her moment and was like, get out of my house. Because that story makes sense, too. I mean, if you hear that, being like, yeah, you know, I kicked her in the side, but obviously she was being overdramatic and said I kicked her in the face. And be like, oh, yeah, a nine-year-old would say that, you know? I wouldn't first thing be like, she's probably lying. She probably did kick her in the face. You know what I mean? Come on. Kids are kids, man. I mean, if that and dude I mean, doesn't know that, I mean, he's got some problems anyways. Like, and I know that this is probably going to be, like, a hot take, but even if she did kick her in the face, they're kids. Kids do crappy things because they're annoying. Accidents like, happen, <laughs> you know. It, it happens, especially swimming in a pool, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. And, like, also unsupervised? Like, where are the adults? Like, well, they said the dad was nearby. Nearby, but not there. You no, know what I mean? Like. There. Because, yeah. like, a nine-year-old, you know what I mean? That's, well, I mean, that's I what she should have told him. Be like, if you was here, you would have yeah. seen it. You yeah, known you would have known what was exactly. going on. <laughs> so this is your fault, Dad. Dad? He doesn't exactly. treat her like his. Me and Mom are out of here. <laughs> Forget this place. So, um, the overall vote. Actually, there is no overall vote on this one yet. But I'm pretty the sure I know what it would be. It's going to be not the asshole. I don't know. Who's, Reddit is not going to call a 14-year-old an asshole anyways. 
So the comments say, this isn't because of you. I think this has been a long time coming, and this was yep. just the trigger event. That's what I think. You must feel terrible, but there's probably things behind the scenes that you don't know. Not the asshole. Next comment says, not the asshole. I agree and came here to say this. Parents don't broadcast their issues with their children. I think they had a ton of issues, and this was just the catalyst for OP's mom. And then the next one said, good parents don't anyway. And since mom defended her daughter from her husband, she sounds like a good parent. Stepdad is a bad parent. It doesn't matter if you're not biologically his OP. You live with them, at least some of the time. And it's his job to be a parent to you and not show favoritism towards his daughter. That and the verbal abuse was a breaking point. Your mom probably knew he favored his own child, and there was probably tension because of that already. There's also a chance he acted that way with your mom, and her breaking point was when she saw him acting that way with you. It's easier to stand up for a loved one than for yourself, especially if that person is your child. When he did that to you, Mama Bear kicked in. There was nothing for you to apologize for because you didn't do anything wrong. He did. The nine-year-old acted like a nine-year-old. It's his job as a parent to mediate situations, and he didn't. He also likely doubled down on his behavior on the phone, and Mom realized it wasn't safe to have someone like that in the house, because it's not. Cursing at a 14-year-old is incredibly inappropriate for a lot of reasons, and when you're older, ugh, I know, you'll understand the scope of it better when you're 18 or 19 and wouldn't yell at a 14-year-old, especially not one in your care. Absolutely. That also brought up that comment also brought up a very good point that we I don't think we touched on. If he's willing to talk like that to a fourteen year old, imagine how he talks to the mom. Yes, that's probably a good point because that's the first thing I thought of was that there's other problems going on. Oh, this yeah. isn't just like the first thing if they're getting divorced over this. So yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah, he's probably yeah saying ungodly things to that that mom I mean, there. But like circling back, even if this was the first thing, still good on mom. Like, your oh, yeah. job is to protect your kid. Yeah. Even if that means protecting your kid from your significant other. Absolutely. Yeah, good on that mom. But I definitely, I mean, if he's freaking out about that or over something that she didn't even get hurt over. It's not like she came out with a, a bloody nose and, you know, like a broke her arm eye. or something. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, it was a kid, like, had an accident, you know. And he's going to be like that. So, there's definitely other stuff going on, for yeah, sure. for sure. Am I the asshole for changing my last name from my stepdad's to my dad's, who I just met a year ago? So here I am, 19 years old, and asking this. I found my dad last year and met him for the first time ever. He had no idea I existed. We did a DNA test to confirm, and it turned out he was my father. He and my mom were together for a short space of time, and she left him for another guy. That was all he ever knew of it. He had no idea she was pregnant. The guy my mom left for is the man I knew most of my life. They were together for a bit when I was born, but broke up. They met up again when I was seven, but I didn't know about the past relationship they had until then. I was told he'd be my dad, and I was going to get his last name since he was marrying my mom, and so we could be a family. He had two kids who had his last name already. I asked to keep my last name, which was my mom's. I was told that wasn't happening because it would be more difficult for them. I never liked my stepdad. Anytime I asked about my bio dad, he would get mad and tell me to shut the up. Come on, man. One time he even slammed his hands on the table because I asked my mom who he was. He would tell me he was my dad, and that was all I ever needed to know or care about. Mom used to say he left her when she found out she was pregnant, and that my stepdad was the real man who took care of me. He hated that I had any interest in my bio dad. After I found my bio dad, I spoke to my mom, 
she said my dad was lying and that she had told me the truth. I ended up speaking to my aunt, who is my mom's sister. She told me my mom had lied, that she had wanted a less complicated life, and when she left my dad to be with my stepdad, she hadn't wanted him to know and fight for me. She told me it was something she considered telling me before, but she never knew how or if he actually would have been interested, and she didn't want to get me pissed off, but then rejected by my bio dad anyway. My mom and stepdad are not happy I made contact and now have a relationship with my bio dad. My dad has been great. He actually gave me money for college because he felt bad for not being there. He has introduced me to his entire family. He has an awesome wife. He has been a support to me, offered to let me stay with him and other stuff. He even tried to speak to my mom and try to make peace for my sake. Because of that and because of how much I dislike my stepdad, I changed my last name recently to his. It pissed my stepdad and mom off so much. They said I had spit in his face and basically said F you to both of them. I think they're being dramatic, but I know hurt feelings can suck. Am I the asshole? No. 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 I don't think so. How messed up is it that because the stepmom or his biological mom wanted a easier life, she just never said anything to the bio dad. I mean, I don't know what their relationship was, where why she didn't tell him. I don't know if they maybe touched on that or not. I don't think they said anything. But, I mean, yeah, that's kind of messed up that you don't tell her that, hey, that's not your real dad. Because he know? had the right to know. Definitely. Whether you wanted to be with your now kid stepdad or what, like the biological dad had a right to know absolutely and then i mean you see whenever he found out he was there mm-hmm. so I mean, which is what no she didn't want it, you know so i mean props to that guy by the way i mean can you imagine just you know he probably hasn't seen that you know his the her mom and what's it been like a decade or so whatever it is and then the kid's just going to come out all of a sudden and be like, hey, hey by the I'm way. Hey, I'm 18. You're my dad. Yeah. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just going to, you know, support her and pay or pay for college or whatever it said and just be there for him. I mean, that's awesome. Good for him. And can we talk about the entitlement of the stepdad for a moment? Oh, that stepdad sucks, man. <laughs> come on, man. Like, the fact he was like, I am your real dad. And that's all you need to know about or care about. Like, shut up. Don't ask about him. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, Obviously, the kid has a right to know who his biological dad is. And that stepdad has some violent tendencies that I'm I'm definitely worried about. If yeah. he's over here, like, slamming fist on the table and getting, you know, mad about that, just for asking questions, I mean, I can I can honestly imagine. Like, I thought it was going to be a lot worse whenever they, whenever she said she changed her last name. I was expecting some kind of big blow-up to happen. There. Oh, yeah. Because, you know. Like an escalation. If they're just his... mad that she's asking questions and then she goes and, like, does something like this. Which I kind of do believe it was kind of like a F you to them, kind of. I mean, I don't see any other reason why you would change your last name unless you know, getting married or something. Well, it sounded like um, OP never wanted the stepdad's last name to begin with. Absolutely like they, not. they said that in the beginning. Um, where Where's the line? I asked to keep my last name, which was my mom's. I was told that mm-hmm. wasn't happening because it would be more difficult for them. How? Yeah, what, what's what's more mean? difficult? I mean, they're worried about taxes. Like, what's the deal? What's the matter? I mean, maybe it's, I guess it would be weird if the two parents had the same last names and the kid doesn't have the same last name. I and guess then just explaining weird. maybe the 
well, I wouldn't even I wouldn't say weird because that's common a lot in like modern families and stuff. But like I guess they just didn't even want to have to explain like oh, OP has my maiden last name because just be more of a hassle. Like it, yeah, yeah. But if everyone has the same last name, it just ties it up in a nice little bow for the mom. Right. Right. Which is so jacked up. But yeah, I definitely believe that stepdad's got some problems. Like, I would, I would be worried. If he's not abusive, like, physically, he's definitely got, like, narcissistic tendencies. Yeah. At like, I'm the end-all, be-all. I'm your dad. Definitely. Like, I mean, how, how long has that stepdad been in, been in her life? Since she was, what, like, six? Seven. Since she was seven. So, it sounds like the entire time he's been there, I mean, she's, I don't want to say hated him but she's not liked him very much so he's obviously doing something wrong so i don't think she was yeah it literally says i never liked my stepdad yeah i don't think she was out of the realm for asking about her real dad whenever she found out and then reaching out to him and that's messed up on the parents part to not let your kid do that know who the other half of their genes are from to first of all not even let them know that hey your real dad you know exists out there it's not this guy it's you know it's another guy we've never told you about and then to be like yeah you can't talk to him either and we don't want to talk about it we'll just we're just never going to talk about it again so jacked up overall vote on this one not the asshole top comment not the asshole it is your name so it's your choice why would you want a surname that reminds you of an asshole also you have every right to get to know your bio dad your mom had no right of taking that away from you definitely yeah um, another comment that OP actually responded to says, not the asshole. You are you. If you feel you have more of a connection with your biological father's name, then that is only for you to decide. I can only imagine how hurt and or angry you felt finding how much your mom and stepdad lied to you. I'm glad you get to have a relationship with your bio dad. May you be blessed. And OP responded and said, Yep, it's also so hypocritical to me that they act like my dad is a deadbeat who walked away when technically my stepdad did for several years too. Oh yeah, because they dated. Yeah, and he and didn't then, even know about it. So how's he a deadbeat? Yeah, um, but he wasn't around again until they got back together. Not that he had any obligation, but if he loved me like his own and was always my dad, then I kind of find it weird not to have him be there from day one throughout. Yeah. Which, like we were saying, they were probably having some problems there, probably physical problems with him, which is why he probably wasn't around. Potentially. Yeah, so that sounds like a whole messed up situation. And I hope, you know, what does it say how old she is now? I think 19. 19, okay. So hopefully now she's gotten out of the situation. Maybe she's, you know, trying to get out of the house. Maybe she's still connecting with her biological dad. Or maybe she can go stay with her dad for a little while. Maybe that would be good for her, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 19. I just hope she's out of that situation because it, it doesn't sound good. So kind of on that same note with the last name situation, this one has the same common theme. Hmm. Am I the asshole for saying no to being adopted when my siblings and step-siblings said yes? I'm 16 female, and I have a sister and a brother who are 9 male and 8 female. My mom is married to John, who has a son, 11 male, and a daughter who is 9 female. My dad died while my mom was pregnant with my sister. She met John two years later, and they married quickly, seven months after meeting. The other four kids consider mom and John as their parents. My sister is especially close to John and calls him dad 100% of the time, and considers my dad to be my dad and not hers. 
My brother is a little more mixed. Calls John dad, but does ask about our dad at times and does keep a photo of him in his bedroom. John and my mom wanted to do a big adoption where he adopts us and she adopts his kids and then our last name changes to his. The other four kids are on board for this, but I'm not. It's been a two-year discussion of sorts. COVID meant they couldn't proceed for a while, and then, when they looked into it, they learned I would not be adopted and my name wouldn't be changed without me giving the go-ahead. For almost a full year now, they have tried everything from therapy to bringing it up in front of other family members, so I will accept. I told them I was not going to agree. So they filed for the four adoptions and two name changes to happen. They feel the whole thing was less special and had a sour note to it because I was not included in the adoption and name change. My sister was so mad at me for making her dad upset. John's kids hate me for rejecting their dad. My brother was more upset that the whole thing was such a focus, really. My mom told me the moment was almost perfect and I was the reason it wasn't. She told me letting John be my new dad was in no way replacing my dad and that I was going to regret it when I'm the one who's the odd one out in the future. I told her I already have been because I'm the only one who doesn't say mom and dad for her and John. I'm the only one who has memories of the parent I lost and I'm the one who had to be hounded by it forever. John told me he's sick of my crap and hopes I regret this decision in a few years time because he won't offer again. I told him I didn't want him to offer again. Am I the asshole? No, not the asshole. Not the asshole. For the same reasons as the last one. Like, so if the, if OP's dad died when her mom was carrying her sister Mm -hmm. and her sister's eight, so that means OP would have been eight. That is well old enough to have memories of your dad. And if that's, that's your dad, like Mm -hmm. you don't have to be subjected to this whole, oh, we're one big family and like, we're going to forget dad. And, like, I get that her mom said, hey, like, this by no means, like, tarnishes your dad's legacy, stuff like that. Yeah, at least she put that out there. But that little comment from John there at the end, the, I'm sick of your, because it yes. doesn't say crap. That's not what he actually said. Yeah, I censored he, that. Mm-hmm. So him saying that to a 16-year-old, and, oh, and I hope you regret this, because I'm not offering this again. Dude, screw off. Like, Well, my, my big question is, what is there to regret about a name change? Like, what is going to change in your life? from changing your last name and how are you going to regret not changing your last name i think it's supposed to be like more of this like sentimental move but yes but i mean like it seems like there's just so much i guess it's entitlement attached to that about like wanting to change your kid's name or you know adopted kids and like and that's fine if all parties are down for it but if your kid's obviously not okay with that and this has been a two-year ongoing conversation and i don't like the gaslighting i don't like the whole oh, they asked me in front of family members so I would feel obligated to say yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't try to make OP, who's 16, so between this whole thing is 14 to 16 years old, feel bad because she, you know, her dad was her dad and she doesn't want to change her last name. Like, there's nothing wrong. I am one to say, there is nothing wrong with changing your last name. I got married, didn't change my last name. So, Mm -hmm. not for like any bad reasons. I just... Didn't want to change my last name. Well, One, that's a lot of work. <laughs> Didn't yeah. want to do it. <laughs> it's just like they said before. Like your name is your name. You yeah, know, it's some, your some, name. Like what somebody is the point? shouldn't have any control over what your name is. I mean, that just makes sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and like kind of what the comment said in the last story. If that's the name that you have like more of an attachment to, all by all means keep it. Because changing your last name doesn't make Op any less of their kid. Exactly. So it just the. 
the magnitude that they're and i get from the parents perspective like it being like this like beautiful thing like all and the kids and like the one. yeah and i get that that has to be disappointing but yeah. you have to respect your child as an individual and not by like not like a kid that you can just make them do whatever yeah and especially if it's something like like you were saying where she's all, was already eight years old when the situation happened and she came into that situation it's not like she was a toddler or an infant and didn't remember anything. Mm-hmm. It's like she's already established, and Mom brought this up, that there's already, you know, her dad was already in place, and she mm-hmm. knew that. So I don't, you know, I don't see why the mom isn't a little more understanding about this and trying to talk to John. Was John was dad's name? The stepdad, yeah. Yeah, so I don't understand why she's not trying to talk to John and kind of stick up for her daughter and be like, hey, you know, I brought this up to my daughter. She's already had a dad, and this is her name. That's what she wants. And, and to another point, this is, like, such a quick timeline for OP. So if she's 16, she was 8 when she lost her dad. Her mom started dating John two years after her dad died. She's 10 now in this situation. So that means four years after the fact is when you're reaching out to her about changing her last name. That's still a lot. Like, that's still, I mean, it's not fast, like, in the grand scheme. But, like she is probably still grieving you know what i mean like all the rest of her friends like if there's like daddy daughter's dances that she's missing out on or like all the things i'm sure that's gotta be sad and then now you're kind of almost forcing this like fatherly role on her and she doesn't want that she had her dad right and i mean obviously there's nothing wrong like if op was down for this and she was like yeah you know what like absolutely but at the end of the day it's her decision it is so the fact that they're trying to like i don't I do not like the mom's comments about you're going to regret this. Like when you're the odd one out, like, blah, blah. like don't try to manipulate her that, into doing this. Is. That's exactly what that Because is. it's just an aesthetic thing. You just want it all to say the Smiths yeah, or exactly. like whatever, like mm-hmm. in like, or whatever their last name is, but it's, I don't know. That, that's that's just exactly, very that, icky. That's the only thing that makes sense to me as to why she's upset about this. Is you want because, your own new little yeah, family. She, she wants a little plaque on the wall that says, you know, the Smiths. And one Johnson. You know, it's like, she doesn't <laughs> yeah. want that. You know what I mean? She just wants it to all be uniform, which which I get. But if that goes against your kid's wishes, I mean, something that is a name mm-hmm. should be their decision. Yeah. You know, it, especially if she's old enough now to know, you know, she's had enough time to, you know, like I said, remember her dad. And, mm-hmm. and she's almost an adult now. So she's, you know, she has the right frame of mind for everything. She's not, you know, doesn't know what she's talking about or something. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely, you know, that's that's the kid's decision there, I believe. 100%. So, overall vote, not the asshole. So, top comment, not the asshole. He isn't your dad. You don't want him to be your dad. The fact that your mother and stepfather are putting this amount of pressure on a child is ridiculous. Agreed. That's what we said. I mean, uh, yeah, I feel like, you know, this is kind of a... Because what is the point? Because she didn't change her last name, is she any less a part of the family? That, that was my thing on on the last story and this story. I mean, what does it change? Unless there's something, because I, you know, I don't have you know an adopted child, so I don't know as much about it. But unless it changes something with taxes, or if you get maybe like a payment from the government, I don't, I have no idea. I don't think name changes. I mean, maybe. I don't think so. Adopting? I don't. I'm. I'm, I'm trying. I'm to, like looking. I'm looking off screen at Chloe. Like, like, do you know? <laughs> I'm trying to just justify. I'm trying to think of anything to where like why they care so much. Mm-hmm. This is just why I'm. I'm trying to bring this up. But I really I can't think of anything other than just the aesthetics of they want this picture of a perfect family. Yeah. And, and that's all it is. I can't think of any other reason why. Am I the asshole for not correcting my son when he told his stepfather slash my husband off? 
I have been married to my husband, Jeremy, since my son, Chris, was eight. He's now 17. My husband and him have a fantastic relationship, despite what the title may sound like. My birthday is in two weeks, and I honestly haven't put much thought into it. My husband is not a gift giver. He says he has a hard time figuring out what to get and doesn't want to waste money on something that people won't use. He's also a practical person, whereas I'm by far the sentimental type. So even when he does get me something, it's something I can use every day, which no big deal, obviously, but I've requested some sentimental pieces and he just never gets them. So I pretty much gave up on ever asking for anything and it did really bother me for a number of years, but it truly doesn't bother me now, usually. Well, my son graduated a year early and doesn't start college until next year. So currently he works two jobs, his choice. I've asked him to cut back and enjoy his teen years before adulthood, but working just makes him happy. So he works at a mechanic shop and a junkyard. Most of his buddies work there too, so at least he is getting in time with friends. Well, my husband hates spending money and tries inflicting that on us. He lives as frugally as physically possible and saves every single dime that he can. He could retire right this second and wouldn't be able to go through all of his money he has saved. My son comes home last night with three of his buddies that work with him and he's like, I know it's not for two more weeks, but I can't wait for you to open this, so please open it now. Him and his buddies are snickering about it, so I thought it would be some gag gift, but much to my surprise, it was a huge, absolutely gorgeous wall piece that has photo frames and shelves built in. My husband immediately was like, wow, how much did that cost? That could have went into a retirement account. My son immediately shot cold daggers at my husband and said, it's truly none of your business what I do with my money. And since you outright refuse to buy my mother nice things that she absolutely deserves, I will make sure she gets something nice. And for the record, we made this ourselves. Didn't cost us anything. My husband just stops talking, looks at me, waiting for me to say something. And when I don't, he shakes his head and walks off. After the boys leave, he says, I allowed Chris to embarrass him in front of other people and I should have said something. I simply told him that Chris was right. Am I the asshole? <laughs> Not the asshole. Not the asshole. Hang on. What was the, what was the question again? I forgot the question. I was just I was so interested in the story. Am I the asshole? Are you mean the title? What? No. Who's whose um, perspective is this from? The mom. The mom. Is so, she am the I the asshole, asshole for, for not correcting my son when he told his oh, stepfather? No, no. Slash not the asshole. Mom. Definitely not the asshole. Not the asshole. Especially his son brought out that comment of, "Well, you don't buy anything good for my mom anyway." So, what did you think was going to happen? I know. I mean, like, dang. And then you know, it comes to the point where, first of all, if you get a gift like that, just just be thankful. I mean, you know, they already they went through the time and. And mm -hmm. they didn't know at the time it didn't cost anything. And but. it's very like, what is the word I'm looking for? It's just very like, I don't want to say classless, but it's just, it's tacky. It's tacky to ask how much a gift costs in yeah, front of the, like in front of the person who's receiving the gift. As soon as you get it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, how much did that cost? Like, ew. Don't, and you can see how excited your wife is. Yeah. Like she, like the way she was describing it, she clearly was so excited. Mm -hmm. So why would you, one, try to dampen that moment? And two... Your wife is getting something nice. I wonder if it was almost coming from a place of jealousy. Because when he gets her stuff, she never has that kind of reaction. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. That ma that makes sense because, you know, they, they said he is a penny pincher and everything. So I imagine he doesn't give the best gifts. I do love that the son immediately came for the stepdad's neck. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like off him, the rip. Dude. He was like, oh, 
you got stuff to say over there in the peanut gallery? Like, that's cute. Because like, you know that's something he's been wanting to say every oh, yeah. time his like dad has gave mom it. a pair of Christmas socks or something. And has <laughs> been like, come on, dad, really? Like, He's just sitting there. He was like, you know what? All right, boys, this is it. <laughs> yeah, like, you wait. I'm going to do it. And, you know, he was probably gassed up because his buddies were there, too. And he was like. That's exactly what they like, were. He was about like, to show this <laughs> punk. This punk behind daddy, whatever his name is. <laughs> He was like, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, good for them, dude. I mean, and then gets to tell them off, too. Yeah. Forget and then that also, guy. also, like, how precious is that? That, because the son's probably like, what, 18 or 19? He graduated early. So maybe like somewhere between 17 and 19. Yeah. So him and his buddies, instead of out there being hooligans, were like crafting something nice for the mom. And like, the buddies wanted to be there, too, to see her reaction. Like, that is so precious. And then yeah. that stupid stepdad had to be like, hmm. A nice moment. We don't know her. Like, <laughs> I mean, we don't have those around here. Yeah, no, no one's allowed to be. That's right. In this house. Good times cost money in this house. No, thank you. Yeah. Put that in the bank. <laughs> My only question is, outside of this whole scenario, is they said they worked in a junkyard and mechanic shop. Mm-hmm. What junkyard do they go to? Where they build like a frame with some like shelves. And well, they might have done like it that? like after work. Okay, all right, maybe I, I was kind of under the impression in the story where it was like. We built this in the junkyard. Here you go. Which I kind of thought it was going to be like, you built it in a junkyard? That's what I thought the dad was going to say. Yeah. That's where I thought it was going. Mm. But okay, that is yeah, so sweet, it. though. Like, with the frames regardless, and the shelves. Yeah, regardless, no matter what it looks like, it's mm. amazing that they put in the effort for that. It was know? a sentimental gift, which is what the mom said that she wants. Definitely. I bet she loved it, too. Mm-hmm. You know, before he said something, like a pump. And you know what? If I was that mama... If I was, like, having a great moment with my son and his buddies, I'm like, oh, that's so precious. And then somebody from the side want to come in with some stupid comments. I've been like, I know you're not the one talking right now. I know. <laughs> I know. I want you to go look at your bank account or something. <laughs> like, do something. Like, I know, like, because I, 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 I like to give sentimental gifts, too. And mm-hmm. I know my loving wife, she always does great whenever, you know, we give our gifts. And she has never said anything like that. Mm-hmm. And just the fact of, you know, I like to save money. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to gifts, I don't mind spending that money on gifts. You know, because mm-hmm. I feel like it's, in a, it's an expression of love almost. Yeah. You know? I mean, it is a um, love language, like gift giving. Definitely. So, you know, especially if it's something that, you know, I don't have, I don't think I've ever built anything as a gift. Well, so that's what I'm saying. Like, props to them. And mm-hmm. then the dad's just going to go in there and crush it like that because he's worried about how much it costs. And first of all, what 18-year-old has a retirement account anyways? You know, I didn't have a retirement account when I was like mid-20s. Have money set aside for a rainy day. I get that sentiment. But to immediately, like, the son did something so nice for the mom. And then the stepdad just immediately be like, how much did that cost? You could have put that. Uh, If you have something to say about it, you could have, after everyone got to have that that moment together and a good time, pulled him to the side and been like, hey... Like, the next day or something, be like, hey, just, like, wondering, like, how much did that cost you? And then the son could be like, oh, it was free. Like, we just built it, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Like, how, like, you know, it could have been something completely different. But it was the fact that he was like, oh, that money could have been. Even, yeah, yeah, even if it was expensive and that money could have went somewhere else, how, like, nice, like, how much does that just speak volumes of the son that he wanted to spend that money? If it would have been, like, you know, pricey. He wanted to spend that money for his mom. Which is rightfully so. I mean, even if you are saving money, there are things you you know you should spend money on. And as the stepdad, he needs to turn inward and do some self-reflecting. Because if a 17, 18, or 19, however old this kid is, 
felt like he was like, oh, well, someone has to do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> where was thing. that coming from? Like, this this stepdad must be, like, the most buzzkill of a person that you've ever met in your entire life. If he's bringing this up, like, immediately once, you know, they give, like, a good sentimental gift, mm-hmm. you know, like, he's never invited to Christmas parties. This dude probably never does anything. Like, he gets everybody, like, a set of pencils every year or something. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you better use this at the office. Like, like I don't care, Brad. <laughs> Quit giving me pencils. <laughs> Like, exactly. You know, just an example. Dude, probably mm. just the worst time to be around. Yeah, he doesn't sound like he's the life of the party. Yeah, sucks. So overall vote on this one, not the asshole. Right. Top comment, not the asshole. Your son is an almost adult who works two jobs. He shouldn't even be questioned where his money is going. Also, it is in really bad taste to ask how much a gift costs, especially in front of the recipient. He embarrassed himself. Talking about the stepdad. How would, yeah, that would be really embarrassing, like... Like, how embarrassing for you? Like, you thought you did something. I know. Then you get shown up by your kid like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeesh. <laughs> All right. Last story of the day. Am I the asshole for helping my teenage sister report her job to the Department of Labor against my parents' wishes? I'm 22, and my little sister is 16. I've had trouble with sexual harassment and management negligence at my last job and had to learn a lot about labor rights to deal with that. My sister got a summer job as a day camp counselor. It's an hourly job, and her schedule is 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. There is a law in our state that 16-year-olds can't work over 8 hours a day. However, at work, not all the campers' parents were always on time to pick up their kids. When my sister reached the end of her workday, her boss yelled at her that she can't clock out until all the kids are with their parents. Then she tried to file her timesheet with the actual time she worked till, and her boss said she had to put 8 to 4 since 16-year-olds can't work over 8 hours or the company would be in trouble. For the next two weeks, her boss made her work about 9 hours a day, but report only 8 hours on her timesheet. I was pissed off when I heard about this. I told her they were stealing her pay, and she could report it and get that paycheck. She wanted to. So we texted her boss asking her to explain when she was supposed to stop work. The boss acted mad at repeating herself, but said in writing that it was when all the kids left. She asked if she could start putting 4.30 or 5 p.m. on her timesheets when she has to stay till then, like she has most days. Her boss said, no, we've been over this already. Three times now. Your report needs to match your scheduled hours. I was honestly surprised her boss admitted to all of that, but it gave me everything we needed. So we put together a report with all of the evidence and sent it to the State Department of Labor. We wrote that the camp was both engaging in wage theft and violating the law about a minor's max hours. They moved fast, and she got paid for the time she worked. I heard they're investigating the pay situation of the rest of the staff, too. But her boss is furious and spoke to our mom when she dropped my sister off for work. That seemed so inappropriate. I know my sister is 16, but it is so unprofessional for a manager to have an issue with their staff and go run to mommy. My mom told my dad, and they were furious with me for putting that idea in her head. They wanted my sister to have a job to teach her responsibility and hard work, and not to report a small business to the government. I had a feeling they'd be that way. They also didn't approve of me reporting my job, but I at least was 21. My dad is irate. I sabotaged a parenting decision of theirs to make my sister get a summer job and learn to work hard. I said she still has a job, and her boss would have a heck of a time firing her this summer with the DOL up her behind, and that made my dad even angrier. He said, I know that's not what he meant, and I was overstepping. 
I'm her older sister, not her parent. Am I the asshole for going against my parents' wishes? Not the asshole. Not the asshole. No, absolutely not. What a missed parenting opportunity in this sense. Does, you know, teach your kid to stand up for themselves. Yeah, Don't let definitely. people take advantage of you in any sense, especially not when it comes to businesses. Definitely, because they, they will. They will take advantage of you, especially because they probably think, oh, you're a teenager. You probably don't know about that kind of stuff. You know, we can just do whatever we want. Mm -hmm. It's probably that kind of thing. And also, retaliation is illegal. And the boss going to the mom, the mom yeah. was retaliation. She was retaliating because she was pissed about the whole wage thing. Because they told them that, you know, you can only be here a certain amount of hours. Yeah, so they knew. They knew the law was, hey, minors can only work eight hours, but although we're asking you to work nine hours, you need to put eight hours on your timesheet. Yeah. No. So you, they knew that they were engaging in illegal mm -hmm. behavior. They just didn't know that they knew that. Yeah. You know. Because they think, oh, you're 16. Like, we can take advantage of that. Like, right. you're and, young, you're dumb. You, you know, don't know. It sucks because that probably happens a lot. You know? Oh, for sure. Because, I mean, who, who's the <clears> one that brought it up that... Um, you know, those wage laws and everything like that. Was it the, the sister? sister? The 21-year-old sister. sister. Well, there you go. If that sister wasn't around, you know, that would just kept happening. And like they were saying, they're doing an investigation on it now. So who knows how many people this is. Yeah, who, however many other counselors. Yeah, I know. I mean, there's a reason that that law is in place, you know. So they can't just take advantage of it for, you know, just because they're teenagers. So as a parent... How do you think you would have approached the situation? I would have definitely been behind my kid 100%. And I, that's what I told him. I've been like, there's laws in place for a reason. If your company doesn't respect that, mm -hmm. then you need to take action. Yeah, then you don't need to be in business. I know. You can't follow the law. And don't need to be in business. Obviously, they won. And, you know, it seemed, uh, according to the story, it was a quick thing. So, obviously, they knew, you know, it was going to be a pretty fast case. So, that's why it ended up working in their favor. And so, I would definitely be behind my kid 100% if I knew that. I wonder what the mom said whenever the like the camp um, director, whoever that lady was, approached the mom and like during the retaliation thing. I wonder what the mom said because it doesn't seem like they were backing their kid. They were probably like, "Oh, we had no idea. Like we would have discouraged this behavior. Like that's what it seemed like." Yeah, if the dad was irate about it, I'm sure the mom probably was there, probably in the same boat a little bit. But I would I would hope they would be behind their kid about it because I mean, even even if you were a parent, you know if. If, you know, me or you were working and we were asked to work longer than what we were asked to, we would expect to get paid for it. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah, it's not It's not just a teenage thing. Or, like, you know, are you going to pay me for the extra hours or am I going to get to leave know, early like, another day? Like, you know what I'm, saying? I'm not here because I want to be. <laughs> exactly. That's why they created overtime. For legal reasons, that's a joke. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, def definitely not the asshole on this. And um, I would, I'm would i a little disappointed in the parents. They didn't kind of stand behind their kid a little bit more. I know. That. When they said to the older sister, oh, you sabotaged a parenting decision that we made about her getting another job and learning how to work hard. She's learning how to work hard, but also learning how to stand up for herself right. so she doesn't get taken advantage in future business endeavors. Absolutely. But along that same note, she didn't sabotage a parenting decision that was made about the job. This is another parenting moment that you could be like, hey, you can come to us about this kind of stuff. Like, don't mm -hmm. worry. Like, it's an open door, like, open communication. We have your back. But that's not how they reacted at all. So, of course, they went around and, their back. And the bad thing is that's probably going to affect their future conversations to where, like, well, I have something going on at work, but I don't think I can tell my parents about yeah, it. Yeah, they didn't back know? me, so I'm not going to. Yeah, why would I tell them now? Because now they're two for two with both daughters. Both daughters haven't, haven't gone through stuff and their reactions being crappy. Yeah. 
Like so, you have to back your kid, even if you don't agree with your kid, you back them in public, and then you can you educate them, them or whatever right. yeah, behind closed right. doors. But exactly. like at the end of the day, they need to know that you are in their corner. Definitely, that's your that hurts home. your relationship with your kid. You yeah, know? exactly. I, I know if it was me, I would feel like like well, I don't really know if I can go to them for this. You know what I mean? Yeah, because although this is like a business relationship that she was being taken advantage with imagine in a personal relationship if she's being oh, taken advantage oh, with wow, whatever yeah, yeah. because if she's 16 she's in high school whatever she's having those relationships what if something starts going on and like with with her friends or with a significant other or whatever she now doesn't feel like they laid that foundation of you can't come to us because we're going to judge you yeah. and everything that you do you're on your own yeah yeah, that's a bad precedent to set in general. Exactly. Absolutely. You're absolutely right about that. God forbid if she's having like an abusive boyfriend or something exactly. like that, then, you know, it's got to be a terrible feeling to not only go through a situation like that, but also feel like you don't have your parents, you know? Which at least she's got her sister. Yeah. You know, the 21 yeah. year old sister. So she at least has somebody she can go to. Yeah. I feel like it is, it's a drop ball on the parents' part, and they really need to kind of take a step back and not only worry about what their parenting decisions are and worried about, you know, mm -hmm. what happened or worry about, you know, what makes, what their parenting decisions make them look like and mm -hmm. actually worry about what the right thing is, I guess, is the best way to kind of put it. Yeah. So overall vote on this one, not the asshole. Top comment, not the asshole. They aren't teaching her hard work and discipline. They're teaching her to smile and comply when she's getting abused and taken advantage of. Oh, and they're also teaching her that it's okay to lie to save a few bucks. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so then OP responded to that. It looks like she was like actually really responsive in the I comments. Don't agree. But yeah, I know what you meant. Uh, yeah, yeah. So OP said, "Yeah, not gonna lie. They taught me the same thing, and if there is one thing I wish I never internalized, it would have been that. Had an awful time at my first job, being harassed and getting no help from HR, and thinking that's just part of having a job. I guess that's just normal and what I have to deal with to pay my rent." So that's not true at all. And if anything lasting comes of this, I hope my sister doesn't learn the same crap I did. Because honestly, it's a dangerous lesson to teach someone. And the next comment said, make sure your sister reports that her boss is complaining to your parents to the Department of Labor. She's being retaliated against, which is also illegal. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, you know, we were saying before about it setting a bad precedent for the parents. Now, mm -hmm. it also, you know, I didn't even think about it. It probably sets a bad precedent for jobs where it's like, well, I guess this is just how jobs are now, which yeah, isn't supposed to be like to that. Expect. Yeah. You know, and honestly, I think her parents are supposed to be there to tell her that, no, it's not supposed to be like this. Mm -hmm. And so it's bad on both ends. You know, of course, it's bad on the company for doing this and setting this kind of precedence for her first job. And it's also bad on the parents. Because it's almost a lack of parenting. Because as a parent, is. your job is to set your kids up for success as far like as far as life beyond yeah. your house. And you're teaching her to shut up and take it. And that's what I was saying. As, you know, shown by her first job here, mm -hmm. making sure that the parents are there for something that they're experiencing for the first time is very important. Mm -hmm. So that's it for this week's episode. That is it. <laughs> So thoughts, takeaways, did you have a good time? Yeah, yeah, I had a great time. Um, it was a lot of fun. I'm very honored to be the first male guest oh, yeah. <laughs> on this. Um, hope everybody enjoyed listening to us. I hope the video is good. Hope um, everybody had a good Father's Day, if you celebrate that. Yeah, happy Father's Day. Don't don't be like the guy who believes the kid and, you know, calls a B word to a 14-year-old. Don't, don't do that. Be, yeah. be, be good for Father's Day. Go make a gift. Go make the gift like the one story. Well, this is going to post after that, after... 
Never mind. Next <laughs> Father's Day, you have a year to learn from these stories. Yeah. And we're going to be watching. You have a year to save up that 1800 to $2,100 for the down payment. That's right. <laughs> and if not, we're going to be there. <laughs> we'll do this a year. This is going to be a yearly podcast. Mm-hmm. Every Father's Day. We'll watch. <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah. I had a great time. In all, in all seriousness, I'm, I'm very honored to nice. be on. And um, I hope to be back again soon. Well, guys, hopefully you enjoyed this as much as he did. And if you're listening to this on a podcast platform, make sure to leave a review, follow along with the podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to the channel, like the video, leave a comment, let us know your thoughts. Uh, But yeah, until next week, talk talks to you later. All right, bye guys.